This is the Very Finnish Problems podcast with Joel Willens. Find us at facebook.com slash verifinishproblems. For links to some of the things we discuss on the show and to learn how you can get new episodes directly to your smartphone, please visit verifinishproblems.com. Okay, here we are again. Very finished problems podcast number five. Brilliant. Would you believe it? Yes, indeed. No, I'm your host, Joel Willens, creator of Very Finished Problems, author of 101 Very Finished Problems, The Foreigner's Guide to Surviving in Finland. Currently the number one English language book in Finland. Woo. Thank you. Is this actually <laughs> number one or is it number two? Oh, it might slip. No, <laughs> it was number one for some time, but we're not looking Details, anymore. details. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this week, um, we've been away for a while, but this week we're going to get back into the swing of it. And we've got a very special guest, uh, Aki Jarvinen. Hello, hello. Hello, and uh, how's the surname pronounced correctly? Järvinen. Järvinen. Oh, yeah, Close. from my native Tampere, it's Järvinen. Yeah, okay. It's a bit <laughs> and of course, as ever, we've got uh, our producer, and now also it has, we have three mics. So yeah, able to speak, uh, I shame uh, Joel into getting better gear. Yeah, so yeah. we're flying now. And uh, yeah, Aki, maybe it'd be good for you to uh, tell everyone a little bit about what you do and uh, why you're here. Other than being my mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you being the godfather of my son. Absolutely. Thank you absolutely. very much. We're practically family. <laughs> hold, hold on, Joel. Did you actually say my name? All oh, right. Sorry. Sorry. Thomas. Once again. No, well, uh, you fucked it up. But let's, <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 a, run, it's a running gag okay, now. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so you pronounce it correctly for everyone so they know how I'm yes, how wrong. Hello. I'm, I'm Thomas Nuber. I, I produce this thing. Yeah. Good. Okay. So, yeah. And yeah, Aki, back to you. Yes. Yes. So, well... In my various, you know, identities, uh, I, I make games, I teach games, uh, I'm a Finn who lives in the UK, so that's one of the incentives for this session here that maybe compare some of my experiences in, in the UK to yours in, in Finland, having to do with social space and stuff like that. And yeah, um, I'm now in on vacation in Finland for, for August and... Uh, you know, uh, been enjoying many of the nice things in Finland. <laughs> in, <laughs> in August. In August, sin- <laughs> with real sincerity. Yeah. So today what we're going to tackle is, we're going to touch upon Aki's games experience, but also we're going to go for problem number 18 in 101 Very Finnish Problems, The Foreigner's Guide to Surviving in Finland, available in all good bookshops. Uh, number 18, when you get into a lift... And someone else is already there. Now, we thought this would be interesting because the response in our two respective countries mm-hmm. is is very different. Um, so as most of our listeners will know, uh, having uh, uh, being in a lift in Finland and a stranger suddenly appears at the door is is about as close to hell <laughs> as <laughs> most, most British people experience in their lifetime. Well, there is hell and there is hell. I mean, I live in Kallio 
mm. in a in a in an old apartment building where the lift is actually quite small. I think it's mm. right, okay. so it, is it it's not like a shopping mall like lift where actually you can fit in a wheelchair and then have room to dance. It's actually like a, a, a cupboard for for like teacups or something. Oh, right, it's a new level of hell. It's yeah, like it's, it's a new, gets yeah, in, you're actually physically touching yeah, rather yeah. in their space. So how do you and, deal and with so, it? Yeah, well, uh, they're not staying there, and there actually were debates about whether you should take your hat off or not oh, right. so in an a, elevator with ma- other people. There, were, there was a code of like manners. When yes. first, so there was like the whole sort of gentleman thing about whether you should not even acknowledge. Yes, that uh, another, another uh, person. Uh, that was a thing in, in New York like right, hundred okay. years ago. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, uh, yeah, Americans de- debating manners. That's <laughs> how you come across very often. But uh, that's interesting. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we know we, we experience the, that, that hell here in Finland and it's, you know, it's something we all live with if we live in a place with a lift. Mm. How, how has your experience differed in the UK? Uh, Everyone's well, your mate. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, but then, then again, you have to apologize for everything. Yeah, yeah, well, that's And it's not like if you bump into each other, uh, you know, it's the one that is gets bumped. That's the apologize <laughs> I've learned. Which, for me, the existence. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then again, this gets to the heart of the problem or the, or the topic at least I, I believe that it's this sort of a this uh, this thing of acknowledging somebody's presence whether uh-huh. it's uh, like a you know one square meter lift or uh, or a you know bigger room like a like a changing room in mm-hmm. a gym or something like that and it's just somehow it's in the Finnish psyche that it's quite extraordinary if somebody feels the need to acknowledge their existence <laughs> by, for instance, saying hello up, up on entry yeah, to the room yeah, or, that, I mean, or, or making any or small even talk. even looking at Yeah, them. because I, I have a similar experience as, as Thomas from uh, living in, a, in in the same neighborhood in a, you re, might remember our yeah. old, old, old lift and, uh, and I lived in that house for 10 years and uh, there was this lady who probably lived there for the whole same time. So I probably met this person like tens and tens Ten of thousand times. times. Yeah. <laughs> and she never said a word. And there's this great anecdote. Uh, I can remember where this from, like a friend of a friend. When you get in, let's say that you live in a block of flats and then you come in from the door and you make your way to the to the lift so this is not about lift in particular but again occupying the same space yeah, yeah. and then somebody comes down the stairs all from the lift and says hello and and then the the guy who is only, only visiting a friend says i'm not living in this house <laughs> <laughs> there is no need to you've wasted that hello yeah. the bloke's probably stuck he won't say it for another 10 years will yeah, he? Yeah, like yeah. He, he got the courage up to finally say hello to someone on the stairs yes. and he got <laughs> back boom shuckered a <laughs> bitch slapped back yeah, yeah, I mean, that is a crazy... I mean, it's so, so different. I know this is a bit of a cliche about the small talk of the personal space, but I mean, you know, in the UK, it's just... it's. I mean, there is the sorry thing. I mean, you obviously... Mm. I mean, that's why in some ways you could even argue in that sense that the, the, uh, the culture shock between Finland and the UK is, is, is so extreme because... 
I mean, you know, yeah, you can... and I've, I've totally acclimatized myself to it because, and I, I it's not only Finnish, I, I think it's also like Eastern Europe and stuff. I was in Poland like two months ago and I was going down to this sort of a bar downstairs, these sort of revolving stairs. And then there were a couple of sort of ladies came up and bumped into me and they said nothing. Extremely rude. Exactly, you're being trained, mate. Well, it is rude. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. care. I mean, you know, I don't see any way how people elbowing. I mean, I've had the same thing. I've been queuing like, places that are meant to be refined and sophisticated, like ballet and opera. And I've had old yes, grannies yeah, in yeah. fur coats, like elbowing <laughs> in the face without even a mind. You know what I mean? It's like, to me, yeah. that is rude. I don't, it doesn't matter if you live in a forest or you haven't got any experience with other people. There's certain common courtesies. And like, you know, elbowing or hitting people. But that's the thing that we still, is somewhere here. I know. I never in still, we live still in the forest. I think that is that. I mean, but I mean, I sometimes get a bit slapped down for suggesting that. And I don't no. suggest people living in the forest is a bad thing, but yeah. it just means you haven't got used to like... No, because there, there's this super fascinating story in the newspaper a couple of years ago. I think it's one of the summers we were visiting here. There was a, a scholar, a lady who had done his her PhD on kind of like social space and stuff. Uh-huh. And she had this, I can remember, uh, this sort of comparative study between how people occupy social space in New York and then uh, I guess in Helsinki. And uh, I, I don't uh, really re- remember the results, but I remember this anecdote that one of the sort of, sort of how, how she got this idea of studying this was when she was, visit, she was living in New York, she was a Finn, uh, I think, I believe, uh, but still visiting Finland and visiting a supermarket and, and then witnessing this extraordinary sort of performance where a young father uh-huh. pushing a, a, a pram uh, next to a freezer in the supermarket, like uh, where the sort of frozen stuff is. And, uh, and then there was this old lady and there was this sort of a sort of an absurd choreography of <laughs> the father trying to get past this old lady and obviously oh feeling that how to uh, not to communicate <laughs> verbally at all and actually i remember it was the first summer back we were at my my wife's uh, uh hometown uh, and actually that was also in the freezer when uh, we were started, sort of standing there and contemplating whether we're going to pick something up and buy it. And then I start feeling this kind of, sort of a vicinity of another person <laughs> next to me. Shit. And it's this, it's this old lady once again with this sort of a trolley sort of <laughs> making their way sort of inch by inch closer to me. And obviously not, not, not even looking at me, yeah. no, but just, just sort of, Giving the sort of air that you know you she is coming, <laughs> it's inevitable, and let's merely hoping the power of thought will yeah. enable you to realise she's there. Yeah. But that is a strange phenomenon. I mean, if you contrast that, like, I mean, it always strikes me. I was in London a couple of weeks ago, and I, I mean, I go back to my sort of annual, annual pilgrimage back to the UK, and I'm always struck by like the, how chatty and chirpy everyone. I know it's a bit of a facade, mm. but I mean, it is. It makes you feel. It makes you feel loved. Do you know what I mean? It's like you go to the till mm. in a supermarket and mm. you can literally be speaking for 15 minutes with an utter stranger yeah. about the trivialities of the weather or how you're feeling and I, yeah. I, you know 
And I, I don't, I don't really know. And I, and I also think it always strikes me how, uh, even when I was actually in London, I was, I was listening to a tour group who had been taking around Kensington Gardens, and the bloke, the bloke was saying to like, uh, the tourists about, oh, and the English have a reputation for being sort of austere and like sort of nose in there and like, mm. you know. And I just think that's bollocks. It might no. be in the case in like a you know, hundred years ago. And I just, I mean, you know, I think the English are very chatty and chirpy and you know to an annoying extent. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I mean, I mean, I live it, which is for yeah, a, for a, fin, where you for are, a fin. Yeah, for a fin, it's sort of absurd that I live in the north of England, yeah, yeah. where they they are very sort of uh, kind of proud Yorkshire, to, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, to to identify as northerners, which kind of like for a fin is kind of like absurd. You are, you are way more south than we are, and you are, but this of course true, north yeah, is relative, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, and and they, you know, if many times I go just shop for groceries and then pay at the till, and they call you lal. Which is like for a fin is like is this flirting? I'm in. <laughs> so yeah, swapping numbers. But I mean, also I, I think this whole getting into leaf thing and this social space. I think one, also I think one one. If you ever write a sequel to this book, you apparently should, that yeah, may be yeah. on the cards. Everyone, yeah, I've been asked <laughs> oh, another wow. hundred one very yeah. present. It's an you epic. Should, six what, books. I'm, what I'm suggesting you is that you should do some research on. Research. Don't be silly, Come on. Well, if you have to write 202, I mean, you, you might need to do some research. Yeah, maybe, maybe a bit cut and pasting. But uh, research on like the the lobbies of blocks of flats where people put these announcements and stuff. Uh-huh. Because this, uh, every now That'd and again. That'd be a good Tumblr, actually, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every, yes, it probably has, somebody has done that already. But every now and again, then you you witness, so you get this the window to the Finnish psyche yeah, yeah, yeah. about the sort of obviously very remote dialogue that goes on, <laughs> on, on, on. So it's very asynchronous, you know, somebody leaves something there. Like, and, and, and there, there was one like a couple of years back that was, uh, I think was especially telling in this context, which was um, it's something that somebody had sort of uh, commented something about like uh, the general sort of behavior in, in in the of the of the inhabitants in the, in the building like that 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 passive aggressive yes <laughs> something like yeah but I I think good natured oh, right, and okay. then somebody had sort of felt the need to respond to that uh-huh. with putting another post it though <laughs> yes <laughs> but the thing there was that this 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 idea that if any given day they don't feel like saying hello to you, uh-huh. then that's fine. That's their sort of uh, part of the Finnish constitutional yeah, yeah, yeah. rights. That it's not something that <laughs> you inherently more. learn or, yeah, you know, yeah. it's a good part of good behavior. It's refreshing. every single time you make the decision. But today, <laughs> I'm not going to say hello to anybody. I mean, I find that quite refreshing, but I still, I can't do it. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I've, the amount of times I've said hello, yeah. I've totally ignored. That's, you know, from personal experience, it, it's just it becomes this sort of a positive knee-jerk reaction that you know you just get you just do it yeah. out of habit, and and when you get to that headspace, it's very hard to 
understand the other ones. Yeah, yeah. Also. So I mean, so you think basically <laughs> they, they, you've converted? They, yeah, getting just you know, so having their cup of morning coffee and then, today I don't feel like so. <laughs> <laughs> today <laughs> I should not anyway. But hey, I mean, there, there is a middle ground here, and that's like <laughs> yeah, like giving is. people a, 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 like a quick nod uh-huh. and, and oh, you a know, quick nod. Uh, you think sufficient? Uh, like um, uh, two hundred and fifty <laughs> milliseconds of, of, of right. like eye contact and a quick nod. That, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that, that's what I do, and is I do it fairly. Well, not even a grunt. I have noise cancelling headphones, so I wouldn't oh, hear right. so anything. You get away. Oh, so you've got a bit of a get out of jail but there. You've got still, headphones on, so you can avoid. Yeah. You can basically. I've got headphones on. I can't really even acknowledge you, but I can give you a yeah, nod. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's like, that's acknowledging. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, I can is, hear them, I but I can see them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You acknowledge that they exist and their yeah. presence is, and they're near you. Yeah, yeah. and I, yeah. I don't mind actually, as long as I have this sort of a awkward feeling for. Two seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you but, really yeah. <laughs> but actually, actually, because I, I've sort of been a bit circumspect about this whole like business of not not greeting people. Mm. So I actually prefer to have this quick nod because it's it's it's, it's, it, it's a minimum minimum amount of awkwardness because you feel <laughs> stupid when you don't acknowledge people yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. That's my experience. So you think the quick nod is the the uh, the least. Amount of effort you can make and still get away with not being rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're actually, probably yeah. right. Perhaps I should, I should take that on board. But for <laughs> me, I think. I mean, I don't. I mean, I've become in, in the way you've gone native. I've mm. also gone native in the sense that I, if I hear a neighbour on the stairs, I'm like, oh, fuck it, comes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's my default here? If I because the problem is, I find it difficult to not talk, which is also. So if I say hello and they say hello back, then I'm like, oh, how? Mm. You know what I mean, yeah, I'm on yeah, autopilot. Yeah, yeah. How That's are you? The then line. we can have like fifty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're uncomfortable. Meanwhile, well, then we I drag them into a fifteen yeah, minute yeah. conversation, which they don't want, and everyone's yeah. really uncomfortable. Yes. But yes. I mean, sometimes, I, actually, interestingly, my next door neighbour on the same floor as me, who who has the the misfortune of living next to me and my and uh, the, the loudness of our, our house, we actually have quite regular conversations now. I'm normally about dogs, mm-hmm. so and that's quite yeah. Yeah, it's quite nice. Yeah, and I think I don't want to sound like a hypocrite. I definitely had those days that I wouldn't okay. want to you know, fall <laughs> back to my no, no cave, cavemen <laughs> in his ways. But then again, I, I do you know appreciate it in a sense that. When I, for instance, if I have, I mean, you get to a point where uh, you don't mind, you, you hear that the neighbor's leaving. And <laughs> you time it. Yeah. Everyone does it. But then actually, you, once you get past it, you actually don't care. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. care that you end up in the same space. And then actually, I think the most sort of uh, positive thing about it is that you sort of, you have to sort of at least find that ounce of positiveness and sort of greet <laughs> somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a good day. And, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. so it's like this common decency that I, that some, sometimes gets one. But I also think Finland, to an like, extent, the on, the finish weight is more honest because mm. I don't, th- I mean, you know, I, I don't, be- for a, I know for a fact that people in the UK will be thinking exactly the same thing. They'll hear the next door, click open, and like, oh, fuck this, I'm not going to go out until yeah. they left. But nonetheless, when they're faced with a situation of having to deal with someone, the response is very different. But I yeah. think the actual like internal thought processes of like I can't be bothered to speak yeah, to no, my neighbour. And I, I think it ties into the, this, this other aspect of Finnish psyche. You know, I, I don't want to generalise too much, but still, like this, that people take things very literally, so that uh, and it com- links to, to this sort of uh, social norms in a sense that you know even when i went to the uk and then i was sort of 
chatting with my colleagues and they were like, I was then living closer to Manchester. Yeah, let's go to the Man United game one day. We'll go. And I was like, yeah. then I started counting days when they're going to come and hand the, tic- hand the tickets for me. And okay, well, when are we going to go? And then only after like uh, six oh, yeah. months of, of looking, hoping for this to happen, and I, I started to realize, yes, it was just like, it doesn't, doesn't mean, it's just, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it was merely an idea and polite conversation. They had yeah, no intention yeah, yeah. of following through. But I still, I, now I, nowadays I hate myself if I fall into this trap. I have this fleeting feeling that, yes, they invited me somewhere and then I read, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is actually like pretty confusing. Like, well, these social codes, when should you take this bullshit like seriously and when should you yeah. just ignore it as, a, as politeness? Are you asking me in terms yeah, of yeah, yeah, the yeah. UK? Well, I think uh, um, it depends how solid the arrangements are. So if they say, oh yeah, let's go and watch Man United and they're like, yeah, okay, it sounds like a good idea. But then if they're like, let's go and watch Man United on this day, I'll, I'll text you and I'll sort yeah, out a ticket. Yeah, yeah, if there's yeah. money involved, as soon as money <laughs> becomes involved, <laughs> okay. then you know that they're serious. But yeah. merely it could be like, I mean, I mean, they may even genuinely think, yeah, let's go to Man United, but it's like, it's a, may a fleeting idea that comes and goes yeah, unless someone takes yeah. ownership of that idea and actually drives it forward yeah. I think basically in the UK if people start exchanging cash for doing an event then you know it's going to happen that's a pro tip pro tip for everyone out there I haven't seen any exchange of cash in this <laughs> well there you go then. Okay, yeah, not, so, not so you need to have a bunch of cash with you to yeah, pay yeah, to pay for a note a dirty 50 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah cool so whenever they say that next time I need to pull out some cash. <laughs> okay, you go, you, go yeah, get yeah, my ticket. ticket. <laughs> okay, Tickets so how much cash is the ticket for a game? Probably uh, shit, yeah, probably like shit quid yeah. or something. I mean, it must be well. Yeah, I, 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 you can, can get, get up to the rafters yeah, with yeah, fifty not, quid or it's something. Not cheap, yeah. yeah, I have no idea. I've never witnessed <laughs> witnessed a sporting event. Like, yeah, well, I mean, it depends what you watch. It's expensive. If you go yeah. to watch it, the mighty Ipswich Town play, they pay you to go in. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it really depends on the event and who you're going yeah. to watch. But All I think, right. uh, yeah, I mean, that's a really interesting uh, contrast between two. But I think it'd be interesting to get your take on how you think being a like a master of games professor man, you know. Know, uh, who's immersed his entire life in the creation of games mm-hmm. how you think the Finnish psyche of not speaking and not liking other people near them has contributed to the success of Finnish gaming mm. I mean uh, well I mean I've, I've I've written about this um, you've written about this for us actually yes yeah. yes back in the day uh, and I, I think certainly I mean it's the you can bring it back to the same same sort of uh, partly sort of uh, could you say climate factors mm-hmm. <laughs> combining with, with psyche so whereas uh, some uh, well as we know too many Finnish people fall into alcoholism uh-huh. and the same things lead many people to become <laughs> wizard programmers or whatever because there's nothing there are two paths yeah, yeah. drunk or games prevail <laughs> yeah yeah because I mean uh, there's nothing there's no light as you know yeah, absolutely <laughs> no. yeah, so, so, so the comforting light from your monitor yeah, yeah, and yeah. the sort of like a complex a, world inside a computer yeah, sunny and light combined and with uh, no, I, I generally think that the uh, sort of uh, the sort of backbone of the Finnish game industry, which obviously has been doing really well with with really sort of huge successes with mobile, especially, has to do with that there was this one generation that I I'm, I'm part of, uh, which grew up in the '80s with this first generation of, of and second generation ZX forty eight K Commodore Amigos yeah. really big here, and when you combine this sort of 
just this sort of a groundswell of there's this amazing machines that I can create stuff with. And obviously I would do that because it's nothing dark. else to do. <laughs> yeah, there's darkness and well, what did people do before outside. computers then? I mean, what do Finnish kids do? I mean, look, I, I honestly no don't. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's probably it's been lost generations, <laughs> like, you know, which have had great ideas in their in their head, but haven't they been able to express it, them? Yeah. In, because obviously this was before, before the internet. So, yeah, you know, so you it was do. this very sort of, you know, there's no this, no, not none of this social. Yeah, there's bullshit. no distraction. At all. No, there's no, no things pinging up and, no, and asking no, for attention. You, know, you you could sort of completely immerse yourself yeah, yeah. into this. Uh, and so, activity. is that what happened to you? I mean, did you get into partly? Yeah, I suppose. And and, and this and, demo scene as well. Didn't yeah, well, you? that's that's huge uh, as, as as a factor in 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 this sort of building this sort of this, this sort of generation of Finnish game professionals who are actually now leading the studios. Perhaps you should explain what that is because I was thought I was quite clued up about that, but I, I don't know if this ever happened in the UK. I never heard of it beforehand, but it sounded like yeah, they are, they're what the whole demo scene is. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, I think it's sort of Nordic and Scandinavian phenomenon mostly. Yeah, so it's it's been big in Sweden and Denmark, but it's all basically these sort of wizard programmers and artists sort of cramming. Uh, sort of basically making music videos in in layman's terms, but they are real time. So they are executing code real time and creating images and sounds. And the sort of virtue of that, that activity is to get stuff into the smallest sort of memory space uh-huh. like that. For instance, now, you know, we have our smartphones, which have like whatever, 32 gigabytes mm-hmm. of memory. Uh, and these guys did some sort of amazing minutes long animations and sounds with computer graphics in like 2K, which is like... <laughs> and part of this was actually, if I, if I remember correctly, it's about like having some sort of like uh, a bit like a graffiti tag before, yes, a, 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 like a, yeah, before yeah. a pirated game. Yeah, yeah. So it's mostly like what, uh, when, when you, games used to have these like copy protections and then uh-huh. like people, <laughs> well, nerds generally don't like that uh-huh. because they want to share games with their friends. Yeah. They, they, put, they put this last, like logo in, in front of the game of the pirated so, version. Yeah, so oh, right, they okay. identified so they as groups. It, right? yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it grew out of that. Like, yeah, okay. it's interesting. Yeah. And uh, yeah, definitely that has fed into uh, the sort of, you know, success stories in Finnish game industry and also elsewhere in, in the North, which is uh, then again interesting that obviously many of the games that those guys grew up playing were actually done by guys in the UK with, you know, Needless to say, yeah, I'll take that glory. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's 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 funny. For instance, when I when it was really struck me when I went there the first time because there's this quite a vibrant uh, kind of like a industry scene in Finland where the gay people who work in games companies meet up and have have you know beers know and talk about, yeah talk about stuff and organize talks and stuff and it's. It's been going on for in, in Helsinki for pretty much ten years, and uh, and and like in a city of size of Manchester, it is, it's only just starting. Yeah, right, like, really? so it's- even if they've had this sort of past, this, this glorious past uh-huh. in the eighties with single, you know, single single persons like you know coding 
those those classic games uh, back then for like jetpack yeah for Sinclair and, spectrum um, and, and and devices like that so so it's 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 funny then again that it you know it's kind of paradoxical that yeah, we, so we like saying, to think that in the uk you would think that this sort of a community would doing coding come, yeah, 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 of yeah, yeah yeah just slapping your mates <laughs> at the back but that but is interesting yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So, so i think it's is there, it's, did you i mean did you ever try and discover or understand why that was because it does seem very it, yeah no I, I didn't really get to the bottom of it i i suppose different um, gangs in manchester yeah <laughs> yeah uh, I, and it must has have to do with also the differences like school systems and stuff yeah, because yeah, then because school days in general are longer in in the UK. Tell me about it. Yeah, right? and whereas then yeah, you were at school for about fifteen. You minutes, know, aren't yeah, you? yeah. So so you spend enough. This is just educated guesses, but then you, I suppose, as a kid, you spend. So much time in school with your mates that then you get then sick you, of them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then you go and then program <laughs> the next great game. Whereas then here, uh, kids have more time in the afternoons, and then you know maybe this community grew out of. So yeah, there's lots of those kind but of factors. Doesn't Finland have a very vibrant culture of like having like associations for everything? Yes, that's true as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, yeah. yeah, but but I mean, uh, are you are you like active in the IGDA? Look, I haven't. Thing, I, 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 when when I still was there, I, I every now and again I visited those events, but but there's certainly this sort of a you know a significant number of people who go there every uh-huh. time yeah there are like a monthly meetings and what is that uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's in, basically international game developers developers association yeah, and they have they like have chapters a, yeah like they have finland chapters, chapters and, and, and the, the chapter is yeah pretty much <laughs> if, any, if any of our listeners are interested in the getting into the game industry you should yeah. go and hang out with these guys because yeah, that's yeah. A, it's a great way to network yeah. yes yes and and that's the thing that's a concrete example that Something that only where they were trying trying to get off the ground in the greater Manchester area, which is like probably as, at least a million price as big as yeah, probably, as, yeah. as the Helsinki sort of area. So uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. There's this sort of a weird sort of non-intuitive yeah I mean just know. based upon what we've discussed beforehand you think yeah. it'd be absolutely the reverse so the Finns were going like going hiding their cellars for hibernate for like six months yeah. and yeah northern Manx tend to yeah. be quite loud and sort of like yeah 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 you know ale drinking um, yeah. happy go lucky yeah. so that's interesting yeah. oh, okay but I'm, I'm I'm trying to sort of uh, now we talk about cultural differences but now I'm getting really curious about about mm. your background in, in like game stuff like, yeah. would, you, would you please Tell us some something about your research. Like and stuff. He's going to pull yeah, back. The well, I mean, it's it's been sort of a, a long journey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, so I, I grew up in that. Uh, I was part of that generation that got into computers and games in the eighties, and then I, I think uh, and now get sort of if we fast forward ahead like 20 or 30 years now I'm teaching you know the young minds young British minds young British minds <laughs> good luck with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, in in into how to get it, how to how to learn to make games how to understand what makes a game good uh, and stuff like that and I keep telling themselves that there's really you guys have no excuses because when when I was trying to make my own games back in the day there was this like these two extremes that you had like this basic 
uh, programming language, which was kind of like closer to natural language. And well, so basically, you hadn't thought easy to understand. Yeah, like even I managed to knock up some programmer. There yes. you go. That's but, the but, level but, of confidence. Yes, yes. Even I but, could uh, do it. But of course, that meant that it, it's way sort of slower in terms of the computer processing and, 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 and creating a game out of that. So, but then you didn't really have any middle ground. And if you wanted to get to the game industry and make games as a programmer, you had to sort of jump from this sort of a, even Joel Willans can <laughs> program. To the, well, who among us hasn't written a shitty, like a <laughs> oh, basic right, program? You. I was quite proud of that. I had a, a blocky man and a blocky dog and they ran yes. around the screen. But I mean, people maybe don't realize that like game, game development is actually a very rich wheel, very rich field with a lot of like theory. Like I, I read this article about like in-game economics mm, a while yes. back. I yeah. can't remember anything else except the, the concept of sinks where you have this. Yeah. For example, big online massive role-playing games sure, sure. where you have an economy and you have to, for the economy to work, all, all the shops you go and, and, and buy stuff from the non, non-player like character mm. shops, you have to sort of have the money disappear from the system for the yes, economy to work. Yes. Like well, really I mean, interesting stuff well, like this. Well, you've been doing all the getting people to spend money in game stuff, haven't you? I mean, that's yeah, been part of it. and then you have the scars to prove. I have the scars to prove. Absolutely. I'm addicted to be fair, though, I am the head of my clan. So it hasn't been time wasted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I was even talking about like money inside games before you actually paid actual money for it. Like, mm. yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, even if there was, wouldn't be sort of money, real money involved, many games have an economy. So yeah. you have resources that you run out of. If you just think about, you know, your basic monopolies and stuff, you have currency and you have costs and and there are these sinks and sources. So that's part of game design and and also. That's why, like program, it, the early game designers tended to be also programmers because there's lots of maths involved mm-hmm. and uh-huh. program, pro, basically. But that's that's then again that's changed in a way that, as, as I was saying, uh, for me to get, and I I didn't really sort of identify myself as a programmer, but I wanted to make games. Uh-huh. But the only way then for me would have been to learn like this sort of the hardcore. Uh, you know, machine level code. What was that called? Assembler and stuff, where right, you okay. sort of manipulate the processor directly. Wow. And, you re- and and I tried <laughs> to read a book already. about it back in the day, and no, I just, just didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. Whereas now you have all these game engines you can download from free from so the internet. So even I could now make yes. it. and here. then you could go online, and there's tons of free tutorials. Oh, you know, go, and, and so there's really no excuses. Right, so you're sort of typical yeah. old man in my day. Yes. If it was hard, it's actually valid. It? Yes, right. Yes. And you just like yes. it. Uh, but then again, I've been getting that into that myself. So, so oh, you've been doing you know, yeah. uh, and uh, and and just that's just an opportunity that uh, that also, in a positive sense, diversifies what who makes games. And yeah, what yeah, games yeah, are. yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I have I have a friend who works for a company that makes uh, a major games a game engine, yeah. and uh, he he, uh, he has this. <laughs> we have this gag uh, where we like when we watch demos, mm-hmm. like especially modern ones that are really flashy and and uh, probably made with like some easier tools. We, we call them powerpoints. It's like okay, <laughs> not, not nice powerpoints. <laughs> 
that gag goes totally above my yeah. head. <laughs> I have no idea why that's funny. There's somebody laughing somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, Dom was his mate. He's just rolling around on the floor. The but, other person. <laughs> the other person. But uh, yeah, cause I've, not ever seen, I've never even. Seen, I think I might have seen a retro demo, like an '80s one. It's lots of like blinking pixels and like, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, like a, it's, yeah, bl- yeah, bling bong. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. So I didn't realize they still have them. They still do these demo events then. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, one of, the, one so of much- the longest running, probably the longest running, uh, sort of a game event in in Finland, which is, uh, I think, globally well, very well recognized, is Assembly that takes place. I think. Oh every yeah, I think summer, summer, yeah, in the, in the. Yeah. In the uh, oh, you've written about it, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, I went there for for a few years. Right, okay. But the cacophony of like twelve-year-old boys like, playing, <laughs> playing <laughs> shitty like electronic oh, music, right. and then, back then it was still in the in the. Well, you talk about the Yoffalandia, the, 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 the <laughs> Arena. <laughs> you talk about the vision of hell being a, a, and a very particular smell. I can imagine. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, wow, but that's like let, let's say say that the the Hartwell Arena or whatever it's called <laughs> these days. It uh, um, the, the, there are lots of toilets there, but they don't really handle the load of oh, three yeah. three <laughs> days and showering. Oh, yeah. General like teenage sweat. I mean, teenage yeah. like gaming boy yeah. sweat. It's like I mean, you talk about we've gone sort of full circle there about like social nightmares. Yeah. And one, one extreme to the other. The first one being the tiny lift with a man going to the sauna and he's mm. going in his dressing gown, and the other one being a, a sports hall yeah. full of sweaty twelve-year-old yeah, programmers. I, I think it also ties into this. I think there's something there in this idea of uh, of. Uh, like things that if if they're super dedicated and super into something, then they are more sort of willing to come out socially to discuss it with others. So there's this sort of uh, this there is this inquisitive mind that so needs to get out there. You find other like-minded souls. I had this like really interesting experience at, at assembly. It must have been around ten years ago, but but I mean, I, I was like uh, like just like under under 20 like mm. under, under 20 years old and um at this at assembly like people like especially people who were selling stuff there and, and maybe mm. interested in recruiting people they were like treating all these young people like like real adults and and, and had serious conversations about technical stuff yeah yeah no that's, and that, that that's was like accurate. really cool to, to notice yeah yeah no it's 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 it has definitely become like a, i don't think you know, uh, sort of a recruitment thing. Yeah, really? Well, at, at like, least like you, footballers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you can, as, as if you are like a coding wizard, you can go there and show your stuff. And, and you're, 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 you're going to be snatched up, are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, at I'd least, say. you know, uh, get contacts. And, and, and so it's really a Start training our way. children then, shall we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is there big money in that? Is that, that going well, to keep I me mean, my retirement? Yeah, I, I think my pro tip would be this ties into all these sort of online persistent games that, you know, don't really have an end uh, like like uh, Clash, uh, Clash uh, yes Clash and, and so also, you're saying I would play in Clash Royale till I die basically pretty really much pretty <laughs> much so if you're uh, if, if, if you want to push your if you think about okay uh, my kids should have a like a well paying uh, uh, you know profession that is tied into what he or she loves then becoming a server software engineer that doing sounds the server side. Dull. <laughs> yeah, yes, I know. <laughs> but then, no, very if you're really good at it, you oh, can... Oh, son, I don't want to be an astronaut or a trainer. I want to be yeah. a server software development engineer. Yeah. But if you're really good at it, you can basically dictate your salary. Oh, really? Nowadays. Okay, uh-huh. well, that, but yeah. I should change the name then. 
I mean, yes, I mean, you can take <laughs> like the title. Yeah. Wizard. Wizard. <laughs> and you can make yourself... A wizard. And you can make yourself so, so irreplaceable that you can, you know, move to some warm place and work. Isn't that like your yeah. mate, Nameless Mate, who did the joke? Isn't he like one of those people who has a... No, actually, no, he hasn't gotten around to, to get, getting the hell out of here, but... But, but isn't that he made himself irreplaceable? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, to, the, to the point of which they have to offer other stuff than just shitty options, programs to keep him around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Things we can't mention on air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> cool. Right. Okay. So I mean, that's been an, an interesting insight into the world of uh, world world of gaming and how that how that compares with how that compares with. And we've gone on for quite some time. Yeah. I think this might be our longest ever podcast. No, ever, no, 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 no. We, 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 we did almost three like days. It's like a new Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, so I think. Um, I think you might, I mean, uh, have we got anything else to add? I mean, it's been a fascinating insight into your insight. No, your thanks for this opportunity to yeah, share no, my anytime. insights into the Finnish psyche. Absolutely. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, but I mean, more related to the interesting stuff here. Yeah. Okay, can people follow you anywhere? Do you, do you post about yeah, these things anywhere? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, it's A-Q-U-Y-T-O. Akito with a Q. Nobody caught that, but it will be in the show notes. Yeah, but in the show notes yeah and do you also yeah so that's and yeah share quite but i'm stuff. kind of boring bo- boringly tweet only about well, games. game stuff exactly so, well, uh, yeah. professional stuff not, yeah. yeah so but boring yeah. boring professional stuff yeah but if you're yeah. into that world it's well worth following i think thank you cool so yeah well thank you very much for that and thank no you very yes. much for like whoever's still listening yeah. my mum <laughs> thank you for the third <laughs> microphone Joe. and the third microphone that enables yeah. three of us to speak simultaneously <laughs> it's an amazing amazing new innovation so um yeah this will be up very soon I don't know when our next one is but we're going to be a bit more regular now the summer has come to an end yeah yeah um, I mean, you, you always disappear for the summer, I which you know I, can, I can't blame you. This yeah, absolutely, year. because the summer's absolutely terrible. But actually, so. I read this like really good, uh, good like I read a really good piece, and maybe one of the like uh, tabloids where someone pointed out that it's starting to be a privilege to not have warm summers due Fuck to global warming. <laughs> people, people actually okay. fucking die. I appreciate that, but all I want is a bit of sunshine over yeah. 22 degrees. I'm not greedy. I'm not, I, mean, I don't want it like 50 degrees for like nine months. I just want some sun occasionally for longer than 15 minutes. Well, you're, you're so I appreciate that sentiment. I understand why people might say 15 that. 15 degrees I, and I, 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 However, I want sun. But that's another podcast, isn't that's it? That's a long, podcast. long that's podcast. A, yeah, yeah, we, we, our summer sunshine. page podcast. Yeah, sunshine. We should get a meteorologist. Yeah, well, I, I, I have some just people lined up. Don't do that. Uh, but in a, yeah, hopefully we can sort that out for next time. But uh, yeah, thank you for everyone. In the meantime, thank, thank you everyone you. for listening, and thank you Aki, thank you Thomas for your technical oh, skills. You. Yes, and we'll we'll see you next time. Yes, next time, whenever. Okay, bye, bye, bye. This was the fifth episode of the Very Finished Problems podcast. Please send any feedback to veryfinishproblems at inktank.fi. This program is published by Inktank Media and produced by me, Thomas Nybay. Inktank Media is a digital marketing and communications agency which specializes in copywriting, storytelling and social media. Find out more on our website inktankmedia.fi. Thanks again for listening.